Welcome to Spark the Madness. I'm your host, Foster Rhodes, and this is your home to share, laugh, self-love, and cry to your heart's content, all in the name of comedy for mental health. So today I have Brittany Brave on the podcast. Yeah! Hi! <laughs> Hey, pretty brave. I'm, I'm so happy to have you here. We're so, so happy lucky. Here. Oh my gosh, I know. We've been scheduling this for weeks. I know. I'm I so was happy. touring overseas. Um, my people called her people, called my people, called her people. Yes, and we're so, so fortunate and so lucky to have you on our podcast today. I'm very happy and lucky to be here. <laughs> yes. I didn't want to really come out like that and not be that likable. Like, what if people are like, she's a dick? Like, all she did was talk about her people, <laughs> her overseas tour. None of that's true. <laughs> It's all true. It's just like future true. Yeah, like I'm still an assistant to other people. Yeah, like come on, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm I'm an average job. Yeah, love it. No, she's a super hilarious comedian. You can find her all around the city. Uh, anything you want to like plug right now? Shows you got going on? Things yes. you're doing? What are amazing podcasts? Podcasts. Yes, I too have a podcast. Um. On a lighter note, if you uh, if you want to hear comedians and non-comedians tell embarrassing stories about times when they were shitty people, I have Class Act. And then I have another podcast that is a comedic podcast about domestic violence, female empowerment, and comedy, and sisterhood, and, and dating, and relationships, and things like that. Uh, I feel like one of those has a broad audience, one of those has a very niche audience, maybe both, I don't know, who knows. <laughs> Um, and I have a monthly show at Rockwood Music Hall called Rock Candy. And I have a women's organization called Cat Call. Amazing. And I'm a, I'm fun to be with. If yes. you want to grab a coffee, um, my Venmo is at, no, I'm just <laughs> at, if you enjoyed this chat, it's at Brittany Brave, no. Um, Instagram. Instagram, at Brittany Brave. I'm a whore with social media. I'm just like, if something's yes. going on in my life, <laughs> then you know about it. So just follow me there. It'll be a good time. Awesome. I feel like I've just put in my vi- my vagina like into retirement. Like I've just been like, I'm just gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like every single time, like I start to find someone, someone attractive. I'm just like, no, no, this is a trap. Ah, I need to lose myself in my career, dude. Yes, and I, I have been so like, like for the most part barren for like, yeah, yeah like I was in a really bad relationship mm. that I got out of at the end of 2017. I have been as single as a clam. <laughs> Because everybody knows clams are like socialites. We're single. Um, I know. The sea. Um, the clear. Um, Unless you're a pearl. No, I'm betting you're a bad bitch. I don't know. It's a social hierarchy. Yeah. That's how you know. Of, of nautical creatures. Um, I'm definitely not like a slutty mermaid, I'll tell you. Yeah, that. oh no, no. Yeah. If anything, I'm like a deep sea angler. Or like a seahorse. It's like very rare and special, but you have to find it. You know, you gotta really deep dive to find it. It's some or I'm a whale. I don't know, whatever it is. But um, I I would just was like trying to rebuild my like mental and emotional wellness after that. I was like so zeroed in on comedy. Mm -hmm. And it's so much healthier to be zeroed in on something that's not a person. 
I think. Oh, yeah. Because it's like people have free will mm-hmm. and like comedy doesn't. Yeah. That's a weird way of putting it. But like comedy for the most part I have control over. Like it determines like, like I know I'm talented at it. You know you're talented yeah. at it. You wouldn't be doing it if you didn't have a knack for it yeah. in some way. But you're like, oh, I know if I just like work at it. Mm-hmm. I control what happens. Like, I know it's yeah. like, oh, I didn't perform well, so I can fix that next time, and, like, so on and so forth. A person, you can't... So unpredictable. Unpredictable. Yeah. Like, you can do all the right things, and this person can still, like, cheat on you and leave you, and then yeah. you're like... then that just like, why did I just put all of that effort into this just for that to happen? Yeah, totally. And then, like, enough mm-hmm. goes on. Like, I just filled my life with so many other mm-hmm. things that, like, it's... People are, always, like, men, mm. men, even friends, too, I think, are just always at, like, an emotional distance now. Mm. Almost like a sociopath, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like the older I get, the more I become, like, closer to, like, a sociopath. I'm just like, wait a second. I, like, I just keep building up these walls, and I'm just like, okay, this is comfortable. This is safe. You can see me, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm still here, like, behind all these brick walls, but I'm still okay. here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, um, and it's just, like, I don't. I'm, like, I'm the savage now if, mm-hmm. if and when I date. Like, yeah. I'm the person that'll, like, hook up and leave immediately. Mm-hmm. Or I'm the person, excuse me, that, like, I don't know, just because, like, that doesn't affect me. Because I have so many other things that I'm focused on that I'm really, I'm treating other people's emotions and reactions to me mm-hmm. very, like, surface level. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, you didn't text me back? Like, don't really care. Like, <laughs> that's it. Or, yeah. like, oh, sorry you're mad at me, but, like, you'll fucking get over it. Yeah. Like, that's how, because I have this focus on, like, <laughs> yeah. something else. I'm by the, Listen, I'll be a very successful comedian with no friends. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. It's fine. I'm okay with that. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking hilarious. And yeah. me, my jokes will keep me company. Exactly. You know, that's all I really need. It's like my sense of humor. Like, I actually, like, the reason I got into comedy was because yeah. I, like, I realized that my looks and my tits are both going to, like, simultaneously just, like, sink to the ground. And it's like, I need a personality to fall back on. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm like, I need something. I, I need, need a game plan. Exactly. I need, a, like, a way to trick people into loving me. But it's like, the funnier I got, the less people really wanted to be around. I'm just like, what is this? What is this paradox? It's like, I love me now. Oh, um, no. It's really weird. That's how I feel with comedy, too. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I fucking love myself. Like, in ways that I never did before. Exactly. I always was like, I've always been, like, self-assured. I've always had a decent level of, co- like, I didn't really have, like, like large insecurities growing up. Like, no more than, like, an average person, you know? And then I started stand-up, mm. which just, like, checks you every which way you Ooh, turn. Yeah. And you can have, like, a room of 200 strangers be like, we don't even know you, but fuck off. Like, yeah. vibes, <laughs> like, everything you're saying. And it really, like, comparatively, like, post-stand-up, pre-stand-up, I'm like, I, I really didn't have any self-confidence before stand-up. <laughs> and now com- oh, yeah. comedy's made me, like, fucking love myself. Yeah. Like, I'm just be like, yeah, this is me. And no matter how weird or whatever it is, I can make a killer joke about it. Exactly. Like, it's like, I know this is funny. Whether it was, like, one chuckle, no chuckles, it's like, I know that there's something here. And I'll fucking find yeah, it and figure exactly. it out. Yeah, it's, like, owning. It's the most, like, because everything else, I think, like, mm-hmm. musicians hide behind something. Mm-hmm. Dancers, like, artists always, maybe not all the yeah. time, but, like, there's a little bit of a veil. But I yeah. think with comedy, like, that veil and those lies you tell yourself 
totally work against you. Yeah. Like, you're just never gonna... You have to figure out, like, how to really be authentically you. Yeah. To, like, the nth power, and then that's when success comes. But that's how I, I have no... Like, I'm like, I don't even keep in touch with a lot of friends from before. Everyone's like, yeah, because you're doing comedy now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't hear from it. No one gives a shit. No one. Like, I had friends bail on, like, my birthday party. You know who you are. Fuck you. Like, yeah. I'm like, really? Like, I'm yeah. not dead. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> I'm just in a dark corner of a comedy club. Originally? No, well, um, I was born in Jersey. Okay. And then I grew up in Miami. Um, but I, like, I, I identify with being from, like, New Jersey, New York. Okay. Yeah. But I've been here five years. Yeah. So, so you yeah. have, like, a lot of, like, really, like, ingrown, like, friends and family. Or just, like, relations, like, in this area. Like, people that know you from, like, when you were a kid almost. Yes. Yeah, oh I would say that. Yeah, I have that in Jersey, like family and family friends. And then a good chunk of my like college friends came mm-hmm. up here too. Um, anyone that I knew in high school mm-hmm. or like during the Miami years, there's very few people I still keep in touch with. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't think I was fully myself then. Mm-hmm. And I've lived many other lives by like traveling for college and mm-hmm. moving to New York after that, that we. I don't know if I could really, I can't really relate to those people. Like, I just, because I think the Britney they knew then was, like, not Britney, you know, kind of thing. So, um, yeah, and then I mostly have, it's just, like, friends in comedy or, like, friends from when I was in the music industry. Mm. Too. Oh, you're in the music industry. Yeah. Cool. Well, we all need to talk about that. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll definitely. I hate that. (laughs) Dude, same. Like, I was just like, the second I got in, I was just like, I don't like this. I hate everything about this and myself. And I took it out. But then I stuck in for like the next like three years. Like, I just just made this commitment to myself. I'm going to finish this. Yeah. I'm going to finish this. And I was just like, I hated it the whole way. Yeah. All of the friends that I ended up making had nothing to do with music. And I think, like, that's what I started to, like, love it a little bit more. Totally, yeah. It's weird. It's it's the same thing with comedy. Like, I honestly don't have that many comedian friends. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, but I think at the end of the day, it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think, like, you grow up thinking, like, you everyone needs to be, like, your friend friend. Yeah. Like, you're, like, when you're a kid, you're just, like, it's so easy to make friends because your filter of, like, who's a good person is so dumb. You're not <laughs> looking for, there's, like, like, you're not, like, judging the character of a yeah. four-year-old. You're just, like, you like sand. Mm-hmm. I, I like sand. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like, that's it. Let's we're just hang out. We're, we're just besties now. Yeah. That's what people are like. I think it's so sad that, like, we knew each other in elementary school and, like, we don't talk now. I'm like, bitch, yeah, we are different people. Each other. Yeah. We haven't even formed yet. <laughs> if I could go back in time now, I'd probably tell little Brittany, stay away from yeah. her. <laughs> that was, like, before I had all of these, like, mental issues now. That's the part of crippling anxiety. Exactly. <laughs> That's why we were. <laughs> I really think that's why I have no friends now because I'm just like I'm a I'm a lot to handle and I'm I'm yeah. always trying to keep track of myself. Like, when was like the first time that you like really started putting those labels to like what was going on in your life, like anxiety, depression? Like when yeah. when would you say like was like the time that you started using those to like describe like moments that you were going through? I think the f- um that's a great question. I I I don't. Th- think the dialogue was very open in my family about it Mm -hmm. um I come from like a very traditional Italian family 
uh, how often do you see like hardcore Orthodox Italians like going to therapy? You know, like they don't. We don't yeah. like to know when we're wrong. Like you know, we're like mate. Like even like couples in my family. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, oh, you're having problems. You should go to couples therapy. And they'll be like, no, what is that <laughs> bullshit? Like no, we don't. Like come on. It's like okay, things are falling apart. Um, but you don't like to. Like, therapy didn't get talked about, depression didn't get talked about in my family at all, Um, which is so funny because I have two, like, I come from two highly neurotic, like, anal retentive parents, like, with OCD, my mom is, like, is paranoid about everything, my my dad's got his, you know what I mean, like, they have, like, so many neuroses, is that, like, the term, you know what I mean, but they didn't even label it, so Mm -hmm. I just think, like... Growing up, I was always, I used to, uh, I used to spiral a lot as a kid and get, like, really paranoid for no reason or, like, I remember, I don't think I've ever actually talked about this, but, like, growing up, if I ever had, like, bad or scary thoughts, Mm. I would, like, tell my mom and she's like, okay, well, like, that's normal. And I would, like, spiral because of it. I'm like, why do I have these thoughts and I can't stop them and I don't mean them and blah, 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 blah. And she was like, yeah, that's just a human brain. Some (laughs) thoughts are good. Some thoughts are bad. Like, that's just what we have to do. Um, And, like, my dad, I think, like, early on my dad was like, well, you have a little OCD, like, like your mom and I. But, like, it wasn't really, like, medical mm-hmm. or, or labeled in, like, a formal way. Um, I think, like, words were just thrown around, like, oh, will you freak out about everything? Or, like, you worry too much? Or, like, oh, we know she's going to overthink this? Or, like, things like that. Then it wasn't until college, because it wasn't properly talked about in my family at all, that, like, I finally had to start, like, taking myself to the doctor Mm. because my anxiety was, like, affecting me physically. And then when everything, knock on wood, luckily came back fine, you know, I had a doctor kind of cut through, and she was like, I think you're under a hell of a lot of stress at the generalized anxiety disorder. You've got a little OCD, Mm -hmm. and I think you're also in a bout of depression. (laughs) She's like, because, like, if these things aren't going away, but physically everything's shaping up, like... I, I don't really see a, like a physically sick young woman. I mm-hmm. see like a mentally, mentally sick, sick young woman. And I was and I still was like, it's like I don't know what that means. I, yeah. know, like, I don't know how to address that. I don't know like like the tools or any like tactics to like combat that. You're just like still just labeling things and it's just like I don't know what to do. Do at all. Yeah. And I, I think I even still like I, I called my parents and I was like, yeah, she thinks like she said I have like generalized anxiety disorder and, like, my parents were like huh <laughs> you know like, like let me google it yeah, yeah. my dad's like okay honey how's class <laughs> like it's like, like gray right over it and i'm like she also says like she thinks i'm like in a little bit of like depression and like my parents was like you're not okay like you're not depressed like they're like two like old school like immigrant parents that are like okay but depression doesn't exist you're not homeless you got a roof over your head you're not not depressed literally like it was like depressed what's she depressed about You got a roof over your head. You're great parents, a wonderful family. You're healthy. You're happy. Yeah. I go, oh, this thing is I'm not happy. Yeah, I'm not. It's like I don't know what that means. It means, but I'm not okay. Right. Um, 
So I had to, and I still do, I, I still don't fully believe my parents recognize it mm. at all. I think I have seen my mom and my dad, like, yeah. only now, because I've gone through it, like, go through swings of depression. Mm. But I just think it's, like, that old school, archaic way of, like, depression? Yeah, it's, no. like, that's, that's that thing. So that's, that's not something that's, that's, that's not real. Psoriasis <laughs> is, is real. real. <laughs> not a sickness yes. <laughs> diabetes is real depression uh, go outside and lay in the sun yeah, you need some like, vitamin D you just need a Santa Claus in your life that's all you need you yeah. just need a sugar daddy <laughs> or like my mom is like every problem I have my mom's like oh why don't you take a nap <laughs> that's not I. the problem is having too much to do and I can't sleep and she's yeah. like okay we'll just consider laying down maybe make some pasta like it's very um, so, like, I, yeah, like, I think my, like, depression, my battles with depression and anxiety, I, I fight them alone for the most part, I think. I think even still, at 28, I have very supportive, wonderful parents, but yeah. if I tell them, they're just like, okay, it's like they what really are you depressed like, about? about? Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, mom, okay. Sometimes you know? it's just the fact that you are depressed that can make you even more depressed. Yeah. You know that? It's like, yeah. I, like, I feel like I have nothing to be depressed about, and because I feel like that, I'm even more depressed. And yeah, and it's a guilt. Yeah, it's, yeah, guilt. it's a guilt. It's like you're just guilting yourself, and it's this whole guilt cycle that's happening. Yeah, and, like, for me, a huge part of it, too, was, like, the unknown. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, I remembered in college, it, it really is, like, so chemical because it was a matter of, like, a day. Like, I was... A lot was going on. My grandparents were starting to get sick. Um, I think I had just gone through a breakup. I had way too much on my plate. My, you know, just like a lot of sh- a lot of stressors. Yeah. Plus, like an added level of sad shit and weird shit going on. And I just remember it was in a matter of twenty four hours that, like, one day I felt like Brittany, mm-hmm. and then one day I did not feel like Brittany. Mm-hmm. Like I just woke up. I tried to go to class. I was like. Ah, I just don't feel like it. Yeah. Like, something's off. And I just started thinking that I was, like, just sick. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm coming down with something. Um, and it never manifested to anything. Mm-hmm. And then I just remembered, like, from that day forward, like, every day I kept waking up. And I was, like, I was attributing it to physical. But then when I never was, like, sick with a flu or a virus or anything or whatever, then I was, like, okay, well, then why do I still feel so weird? Yeah. And, like, then it just was, like, a spiral. Like, it was just, like, that I wasn't sleeping or all I wanted to do was sleep. Or I was really cranky. I had, like, trouble focusing. It was, like, random outbursts of crying. But then, like, also, it just affected me so much to the point where, like, I didn't want to be around anybody. It was really hard to even socialize. I felt like every social interaction that I had with people. It was, like, it took so much energy. And and that I was failing at them like so bad I'm like I would call my mom and I didn't know how to put words to it I was just Mm -hmm. like I can't talk to people I'm like not I've like forgotten how to to, like even form words words. sentences and like could like transmit emotions it's just like it's weird it's like my vocabulary has shrunken to like yes no um yeah yeah yeah. and And I knew like people picked up like probably strangers didn't because they don't care or know but I know like people around me were like you just don't seem like you're here here." yeah Yeah, like and and that was the worst thing about it that I like couldn't get a handle on it um and, like, luckily it didn't get too bad, but, like, I definitely turned to alcohol. Like, yeah. the only time I felt like I was, like, 
sharp or happy was like after a couple of glasses of wine yeah. and then little did I know that was not the route yeah. to go you know like um and it just spiraled and spiraled and spiraled and it started to take a serious effect on like friendships almost failed out of a class mm. like just straight up didn't turn like a project in yeah and I had to like go to a professor's office hours and I was like I don't really know what's going on mm-hmm. And he's like, you're basically going to fail the class if you don't do this. And I'm like, something, I can't focus. I didn't want to do it. Every time I sat down to do it, I felt like my brain wasn't working. Mm. Then that sent me into a spiral. Then I started crying. (laughs) I just went to bed. He's like, okay, I'll give you another week. (laughs) He's like, I don't know if you were able to communicate that, though. Like, I feel like I would have just, like like turtled myself up and just be like I don't I don't know what happened like I don't I I, I basically yeah. did like I just that's what you do that's such a good term yeah. like you turtle yourself yeah. into yourself like you're just you're just like I you know what's going on and it's it feels like it's too much to explain to yeah. anyone so it's like you, so hard to articulate out of you oh it's my just God. like and then at the same time you're just like I don't know how to express this this emotion or this feeling that I'm feeling like yeah. just in words that will like comprehend and matter to you and it's just like I feel so bad but I don't know how to make you understand how bad I feel yeah and um, and I yeah. understand too that no matter how well you articulated the person on the receiving end if you haven't been through depression yeah. it's like huh? huh yeah like and I and then you're like the way I equate it to people is I'm like, you ever get when, like, a crazy story happens mm-hmm. and it really, like, shakes you, like, something crazy, and then, like, you've told four people in the room and then someone else comes in hours later and you're like, ah, you had to be there. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, like, that's how it is yeah. to explain your depression. Like, ah, oh, you had to be yeah. there. Like, I, so I don't know how I did it, but I, like, pro- I probably thought I was going to fail the class. Mm-hmm. I was going to fail the class. Um... And it was just a series of, like, weird meltdowns, and things started to really unravel. And I, my hypochondriac, I'm a hypochondriac, so I just was, I was convinced I had a brain tumor. Like, I really was like. Dude, oh my god, I've, like, I've, you done, too? The same I've, thing. I've done the same thing. I was just like, wait a second, there's got to be, like, something growing in my brain. Legit. To, like, so, like, changing the way I'm thinking and feeling and communicating with people. It's crazy. What? The stories that we tell ourselves. Like, my dad and mom would catch me on WebMD, and we would have a safe word for WebMD. Like, it would be like, oh, potato, <laughs> get off. So, and I'm like, but it says when you blink rapidly, it's a sign of like a, a malignant tumor on your frontal cortex. My mom's like, pretty, pretty. Get away. Get away. Go watch TV. Like it was, but I, but I did. I yeah. like, and I think I was just. I had never been through depression. It was mm-hmm. clearly not really recognized in my family. It wasn't talked about. I had so many misconceptions about it that my brain never even went to that. My brain was just like, no, 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 it's got to be a physical thing. Like a physical thing that's inside of you that's going wrong. I like even yes. thought that I had like fibromyalgia, like my body Me was too. always hurting. My mom thought that. She's like, maybe that's why yeah. your head feels weird and like all of that. Yeah. All of that. And then, yeah, it was only after like so many like blood tests. Mm-hmm neurologist appointments like oh, so you actually did like mm-hmm. go to seek out like if it was a physical thing and of course I didn't want it to be fit like I you know yeah. I'm very grateful for my health obviously mm-hmm. but when you're a hypochondriac and you're feeling this way and don't understand why and you go to doctor doctor and doctor and they're like we can't find anything mm-hmm. it drives you even more crazy yeah. you're like okay but I'm still gonna wake up tomorrow and feel this really weird fucked up way yeah that I can't 
And then it was only in, thank God, a doctor was just like, so, like, just based off your disposition, she's like, do you think in your life you've always kind of been a person who worries about things? Would you say you're generally always probably worrying about something? (laughs) And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, like, she was like, cool, yeah. So you have generalized anxiety (laughs) disorder. And she just took a second to get to know me. Mm-hmm. And when I, like, spilled some things going on in my life, she's just like, I think you've had a number of stressors. And it was enough to, like, throw the chemicals off in your brain. And, like, you're probably going through a little bit of depression. Mm-hmm. And I was still like, okay. And she's like, mm-hmm. it's very possible that these things can affect you physically. Especially, like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's depression. It's going to affect your sleep patterns. It's going to affect your motor skills. Yeah. It can affect these things. How did that feel, like, hearing that information, that it was just, like, something in your head that was just, like, that it was just, like, all mental instead of something physical? I felt like I had a huge battle ahead. Yeah. Because I already had like, a Like, it wasn't really, like, a relief. It was more just, like, holy crap, this is something that I can't just go to a doctor and, like, remove. It's yeah. something that I have to, like battle on some other kind of level yeah and I already knew how like volatile my brain was because I had spent 22 years with it you know so I was I've always like I said I've always been a kid that would have bad dreams or bad thoughts and then have to tell my mom she's like that's just weird like go play what and like always been really obsessive about that like even when I'm still kind of like that like even now when I'm worried about something I am that pain in the ass that will ask you 200 times, like, are you sure? Are you sure it's okay? Are you sure it's okay? Are you sure it's okay? Like, I've always been like that. So I think when she said depression and it's just something going on in your brain, I was like, oh, that thing? I don't know how to control that thing. What? Yeah. Like, I was like, no. Um... And then she recommended, she prescribed, like, Zoloft, Mm -hmm. and Zoloft and Clonopin, and I I just, like, sat on the RX for, like, three months, Mm -hmm. because I I I was afraid of medicine. Oh, same. I'm, like, to Have you been on it? I haven't been on it. I've been suggested to take it several times Mm -hmm. throughout my life, and I've definitely gone through, like, severe bouts of depression. But um, because of, like, how I've seen how, like, medicine has affected, like, other family members in my life, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, so, like, even more, like, terrified of it. So anytime, yeah. like, a therapist would tell me to, like, start taking medicine or anything like that, I was just like, I'm not going to see that therapist anymore. That's how I yeah. felt. I just, I felt like such a cheap way out. And yeah. I, she was like, how do we feel about medicine? And I was like, absolutely not. I'm yeah. never taking anything that affects my brain. Same thing. I have a strain of it in my family. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen. Um... And my doctor made, I was like, touche. She made a great point. She's like, well, you drink alcohol. And I was like, that's different. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that goes, like, three in out of it. Yeah, I'm just like, okay. It's like, that's not going to, like, lastingly change the way that I think about the world. The world you know. And my own sanity. I was like, bitch, that's not popping pills. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I've been to a rave. I know. Yeah, you're like, do you want to drink this or take this pill? No. I know what that is. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I was just like, no, like, yeah. no, absolutely yeah. not. And then she was, I, it felt like a cheap way out. I think my parents thought that too. They're like, of course they are. That's the issue. Like we're medicating young kids mm. too much. We're blah, blah, blah. Um, but then when I spent the next three months, like exercising, taking things off my plate, eating better, cutting back on drinking, all these other things. And I still didn't feel like myself. And I was wow. still having these, like, downswings. Mm-hmm. Better, yeah. but still having, like, down. I also was still convinced something was wrong with me, and they mm. just missed it. Yeah. And I had, like, a 
breakdown like when I came home for the holidays and it was just me like hysterically crying and my mom finally noticed and she was like what's going on and it was like in the middle of the night and I was just like I know something's wrong with me something's wrong with me and nobody's listening and I I do know what it's like to wake up every day for the last six months and like something's not right I I'm not me I can't do the things I want to do I don't know what's going on um then like they were like yeah so maybe we should try Zoloft. Like, yeah. they were like, maybe. Um, and my doctor had said, too, it was like, yeah. I don't want medicine. And she's like, as a doctor, when you start to see that it's, like, physically affecting a patient, I have to step in and, like, yeah. at least throw this out there. Um, and I had a good experience with it. Yeah. I just did Zoloft. I did Zoloft for three months. Mm-hmm. No, six months in college. And then I did, like, one quick round of Zoloft when I moved here after New York like I was like very strung out with my new job and I get told do you feel this way about your depression that like once you've had it and then like you you can spot it now so it's like easier yeah okay like my self-talk is definitely a lot better when I'm going through my depression now. Yes. It's like my conversation with myself it's more like okay I know that this is just a moment this is not who I am. Yes. This is yeah. not, like, forever. This is just a moment. And uh, when I was in college, like, I took a bunch of, um, like, creative writing classes. Yeah. And, like, uh, was it slam poetry classes? And one teacher said it perfectly. Uh, when you, like, saying that you um, don't like those ugly parts of yourself or, like, saying that this part of you is bad is, like, saying that, like, like one part of you, of who you are, isn't good enough. Yes. Like, so you need to, like, love your down, like, parts just as, or love your ugly bits just as much as you love when you're happy and, yeah. like, when you're good and when you're joyful. Yeah. So, like, I just started to appreciate my sadness more. Yes. Yeah. I just, love yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was just starting to be like, okay, I am, de- like, I am down. I, like, I don't like myself right now, but that is okay. I like that I don't like myself right now, and that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I love that yeah. so much. Yeah, because it's, you can't. It's like anything else in your life. Like when it's not per, like when it's not perfect, you can't throw things out. So it's like you can't take a whole like you like you are your sadness and you're not your sadness yeah. in a lot of ways. So it's like when you are feeling that and you're going through it, it's like that is a significant part of you mm-hmm. that's going through something. Um, all you're gonna do is damage yourself mm-hmm. if you try to like discredit yeah. it and throw yeah. it away. Exactly. It's like you're saying that this part of you isn't worthy of love. Yes. But it is. It it's totally like, yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, and you just, just because it's not, like, performing at its mm-hmm. best ability yeah. right now. And, like, yeah, like, you wouldn't do that with, like, we hold on to weird items. Like, <laughs> like we're hoarders. Yeah, that we oh, hold, my God. <laughs> we hold on to things that don't work and are broken and have, like, no, we don't even use every day. But we don't let them go because they have sentimental value. So it's, like, we'll look at yourself the same way. Like, don't discredit a whole chunk of you just because it's not it doesn't feel great yeah. right now and it's not working great yeah and it's also too like as I've gotten older and this is apparently meditation mm-hmm. 
but I don't I don't meditate but I think I have medit I've started incorporating meditative, like meditative quality like thank things. you yeah. yeah I was in an argument with someone they're like that's not meditation and then I was like fuck I'm you like, no anything like there's walking meditation there's like yes. all different types and forms of meditation like I juggle and that feels like meditation fuck yes I I'm bake just, yeah. dude like I bake yeah, whatever gets you in you gets your head in that zone and like when you're focused or you feel like the state of flow it's like that is a form of meditation it absolutely yeah. thank you yeah and I think the reason why I was so intimidated by it for so long is because I obviously had that, like, um, <laughs> like, envisioned like, meditation, yeah. and I took way too many yoga classes where they were, like, <laughs> just, like, I want everyone to um and feel their mindfulness, and I was always the bitch in the back, like, bitch, what are you on, and give me some. <laughs> suck at it because also like it, the people market it as like your mind is clear and yeah. I'm like I don't think it's that I think it's like your mind's never going to be clear yeah it's your mind you know it's it's a brain like mm. you, you can't if you stop thinking you die I'm pretty yeah. sure you know um I don't I'm not a doctor I don't know <laughs> um like you just learn to like uh, like kind process. of organize your thoughts differently yeah and it's like it's also um you don't get trapped up in a moment so mm-hmm. much. It's like no. you can let it come in and just flow out. Yeah. It's like it's like that's what it's more about. It's more about not getting attached to like those thoughts that are like swarming in your head because yes. it's gonna keep happening. It's gonna keep happening. Yeah. And things are gonna keep popping up. But it's about okay, recognizing that and not getting caught up into that circle of like thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, and yeah. obsessing about that one thing. Because I know I can be so obsessive about something when it's like when it bothers me, and I'm just like I can't think about anything else. That's how I am. I need to just sit down, take a breath, and just like. Okay. Recalibrate. Yeah, recalibrate or just yeah. You know, yeah, try to think of something else or re- not not even like refocus your mind as if you're trying to block it out, but just accept that, okay, this is what I'm thinking about. And now let me just wait for the next thing to come into my mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like I think there's um <clears throat> I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's it's this like separation of like how you said like I am not my depression and like or I like I like that you own it. Like, I am my sadness. And if yeah. I'm feeling sad, then, like, that's me right now. And that's cool, and I like it, and that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. Because I think a lot of people approach it as a throwaway. Like, yeah. like I recently had a meditation mm-hmm. conversation with someone, and they were like, no, no, no. It's like, whatever you think and you feel, you're not that. Mm-hmm. You just, like, separate it. And I get that, but then that seems sociopathic to me. <laughs> like, like, I have no feelings. There are my feelings, and I will. Goodbye. Detach from them. I'm like, that's death, the last thing Dexter thought before he did everything he did. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, so I was like, no, I never, I like my, like, I'm more like yeah. you, where I'm like, I like my emotions. Like, I think it's why it makes me a good comedian. I think it makes me a good performer. I think it makes, I think that's why I have, like, rich friendships with people. Mm. I can connect with strangers. Like, 
it's inspiration, obviously, yeah. too. You know, like it's like I feel like shit, and then that's where my head goes yeah. down, like a weird. Oh, that could be good. Yeah, writing spot, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm like, I don't want to like let meditation make me not human. Yeah, you know, like it's like emotions are not bad. It's it's just. Like, it's not squashing them either. Like, that's what this person had said. Like, just letting it and figuring out where it's coming from and just let it run through you and file it away. And I was like, Uh, that's a little, like... like I'm just trying to put it into a box and be like, I'm not going to think about you guys right now. And then it's just going to explode later because I've refilled the box to the brim. Yeah, I'm like... Yeah, I'm like, that's a shit storm. Like, that's not... So I'm like, I would just rather, like... Like, I had it today with the thing I was telling you about. I don't know if it'll make it on the podcast. <laughs> Whatever. We're not going to share his yeah. name. Yeah. It's not important. Okay. <laughs> um, what I was telling you about before, and I, I got some weird feelings about it, like, mm. just before coming here. And I, I felt that. And it's like, you know, you feel, I feel my yeah. emotions, like, right in my... Oh, I get, yeah. I get Italian agita. Like, mm. I'm like, I feel them all here and, like, in my chest and stuff. Mm. And, like, my blood temperature, <laughs> blood pressure went up. Mm. And I was like... And I just was, like, uh, self-aware and mindful enough to be, like, just just feel it. Like, I didn't try to squash it. Yeah. I was, like, feel it. Just maybe figure out why you're feeling it. Mm-hmm. Try not to maybe stay in it for too long. But, like, honor it. And I yeah. literally texted that to my best friend, like, where I was, like, I have to figure out why I don't feel good about this. Mm. She was, like, that's pretty fucking mindful yeah. and I was like yeah I would never have been this way even a year ago wow, but I was like I thank you I don't yeah. know how I I'm usually chills. <laughs> I don't know and I would not like yeah. even I think six months ago I would have been like yeah like it's just and I just was like okay I don't like this feeling mm. and there's something about this that has made me feel this way so it's just gonna take some like and honestly, the only way you're going to get to, the only way you're going to make it better is if you get to why you're feeling that way. And the only way you're going to figure out why you're feeling that way is if you let yourself feel, feel that way. Yeah, exactly. It's, people want to like shove things down and shove things away and not yeah. feel them. And it's all about numbing. It's like they're just numbing themselves. And I'm yeah. just like, like, no, you have to sit through your shit. Yeah. Like, I remember like one of my friends. I would, Sit through I your shit. Sit through it. Make a fucking <laughs> yeah. shirt, man. I am. <laughs> Like I did, I did the whole yoga thing. I like went and I did the yoga teacher training and all of that. Just you must be a like, great yoga teacher, though. Oh my! I mean, <laughs> I, I wish. I hope. I don't know. Fingers crossed. I would take your class just for how I was like. You must be a great yoga teacher. And she goes, sure. I'm like, that's my fucking kind of yoga class. No, I'll find your mindfulness and don't. I don't give a fuck. Let's go on. Go on. Next pose. Next. Thank you. Next. Be a tree or be a bush. It doesn't matter. You're not either of those things. Oh my god, that's so mean doing yoga. <laughs> that's what I'm like when she's like, just embody yeah. the warrior. I'm like, I'm not a warrior. I'm 411. I'm like, come on. It's like, I'm just trying not to queef right now. Not like, that's literally all I'm trying to do. People don't realize that millennial women, like, every day of our lives is trying not to queef. <laughs> it's a really big chunk of life. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so huge. Sorry to cut you off. I love that tangent. It was so necessary. But yeah, I had this other friend that I went through like the whole yoga teacher training with. Yeah. And like she's still like out there like back in Vietnam or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, 
Yep, some days yoga is just getting on your mat and crying. Some days, sometimes that is your yoga. Yeah. It's like you're on your mat, you're in your shit, and that is what it is. Yeah. That's what it is today. Yeah. And I thought that was so beautiful and so powerful because it is whatever you need to get out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's so, that's like the whole, like, I might not meditate, but I do things with meditative principles. Like, like for me, a lot of it is like working out. Um, Yoga never worked for me probably because I felt like, I felt a closeness to the thoughts in mm. a way. I don't know. I feel like I didn't engage my body enough mm. to, like, I was like, this isn't. But, like, for me, like, I have a background in dance. And, like, oh, I love Zumba. And then Zumba, I, you can watch the Zumba classes like an innocent bystander. And, like, those yeah. people have no chill. Like, they, <laughs> they need dogs. Someone gets a Jonathan stat. Like, down like dogs. Like, literally. It's crazy. But, like, I, like, for that, like, that level of, like, losing myself mm-hmm. in music and dancing, I never feel clearer. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, and I oh sometimes will. I feel like we're, like, right here. Here. Like, yes, <laughs> dude. Like, just, like, I sweat, and I just, like, don't, I, yeah. I surrender for that hour, and, like, I'm not thoughtless, mm-hmm. and, like, sometimes I will purposely, like, rehash things that bothered me or that I need to process and, like, mm-hmm. make sure they're on my mind as mm-hmm. I'm working out. And then something happens that, like, when you see – I see a physical result Ooh, on yeah. top of, like, hashing it out mentally. Mm-hmm. I really legitimately feel like I left that shit in yeah. the Zumba class when yeah. I walk out. Like, I'm like, well, whatever it is, it's, it's handled <laughs> yeah, now. Exactly. Like, that's it. Like, like, I fought through it. I don't know what that move-wise – Definitely drop kicked a 70 year old woman by accident, but it's fine. (laughs) All is fair in love and Zumba. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. Or like baking. Like baking, I'm like, I think Mm. about everything and maybe it's because it's methodical and I could just lose myself in it and I get to see something through from like, I, and I, I bake from, like, scratch, like, none of that box shit. Ooh. Yeah, like, and my mom will even do box shit. She's like, <laughs> I have cake, and I'm like, okay, and I bring out, like, eggs and stuff. She's like, honey, but, and I'm like, it's all in a box. It's all in a box. Water. And I was like, get that shit. I was like, that is blasphemy. That's a poor man's diabetes. Get that on your sister. Get out. I was like, shame on you, mom. Oh my You're a great cook. You should be a great baker. Anyways, um, so I think I think seeing like for me, it's like seeing it to completion from like scratch to fit, whether it comes out good or not. Yeah. Like it doesn't even. And all of this, I'm not yeah. <laughs> not always. Not always. I haven't. Oh my god. <laughs> I tried to make a double layer cake when I was already going through something, and I remember like it didn't. I made a very stupid mistake. I was like tired, and it was a really like obvious step that I should have poured the batter into something else first. But I was like not fully like. Focus in. And, like, focus in. and engage it because your thoughts were still, like, everywhere. Yes, yeah. and, like, still dealing with other shit. And then I just remembered, like, if all else failed, the baking brought me to a cry. <laughs> and my mom was like, why are you crying over this? I was like, yes, yeah, this much to do with the cake. And I was like, not to do with everything else. It was that dangerous. Like, she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like, so where's the cake? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, I'm just move 
out of here. Sorry. There's a lot of crying, a lot of flowers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah. So that's the, I do things like that or meditate. That's where I was going yeah. with that. Yeah. And like owning thy shit is mm. so, it's so much easier to yeah. just be like, I feel this way mm. because I don't like what's going yeah. on. Or I know I'm getting jealous because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm a jealous person. <laughs> okay. Like jealousy is a natural and normal emotion. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not the only bitch on the planet that gets jealous. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So were those like the things that you feel like were the most helpful is like just getting back you? From that yeah. experience in college? Yeah, I mean, mm. I will say the this whole lot very well mm. may have been like mind over matter or like yeah. placebo. I mean, I'm sure it was a real pill. It yeah. wasn't like a sugar pill. Yeah. I'm sure, maybe it was. I don't know. But um, no, I I I think at that moment I did need like mm. Zoloft to just chill mm. a little. Um, but I just changed things in my life and I like focused mm. on hobbies and and things. I I gave myself like. I gave myself things to preoccupy myself, but not more responsibility. And I've learned going into my adult life that, like, you could be productive without punishing yourself. Mm. That makes any sense. Like, yeah. I've always, like, been unnecessarily too busy. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, eh, you're putting things on your plate. And I'm like, mm. well, because I need, because, like, what I, okay. I'm all over the place with yeah. this, but I'm going to find it. <laughs> I'm here. I'm, I'm right here with you. But it's like, yeah. it's like in order to be productive or in order to do these things that you want and that you love, it's like they have to be hard and they have to like, yes. have to struggle through them. Yes. And it's like, no, you can make this easier for yourself. You can yeah. be kinder with yourself about it. You can yeah. give yourself time yeah. in order to get these things done. And you don't need to be the best at everything. Exactly. Or like it does, yeah. you don't need it doesn't to have be- to be perfect right off the bat. Thank you. Yeah. This is why you're yeah. <laughs> Thank you for this. I set it up and you knocked it down. It was great. So, so, so all about that. The <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like I I always was like like when you go through a breakup and everyone's like just stay busy, just yeah. stay busy. But I think that way to make that like we yeah, stay busy. No, I with stay so bored. That's what I did. I stayed like in my bed, in my feelings. Right. Like I was like I was sitting. I mean, like I still like went yeah. to work. I still like did open mics. I still hung out with friends. Mm-hmm. But like when I was in those feelings, I was just like, well, I'm just gonna cry for two hours. Like I'm just gonna wake up and cry for an hour before I get on with my day. Dude. And like that's just how I had to function You'll for like a month. It. Yeah, you have to. I, yeah. When I got out of that last relationship. I only in the last, like, the last time I became emotional over it was a one-off instance in October. And it was, like, a certain date that that passed. Mm. Um, and I, I ended up finding out that we were in the same city at the same time. Oh. And, yeah. So, uh, and I have a restraining order, so that was also, like, anxiety. Yeah. Um, that's for another podcast. Yeah. That's for another. <laughs> <laughs> you know. We'll have you back for well, sure. Yeah. time I became emotional about it and I don't necessarily think that that means the healing was done then Mm. but like I I didn't really start to actually feel better until how many months in one two three yeah like ten months Mm. like really like and I don't equate feeling better with not crying yeah because I felt way better and then in October like definitely cried over that like I was just like this is so weird like why is it this city and like and then I was just like 
Just let it happen? Yeah. Just, just let, let it happen? Just let it come out of you. That's totally fine. Yeah. yeah. So I think, like, you gotta, like... Like, I feel like in my early 20s, too, I used to get over breakups with, like, let me just hook up. Yeah, and just move. get on. Just move on to the next one and just, like... I'll just put this behind me by just hopping on another dick. Yeah, yeah dude. This. My mom used to. That was like totally my strategy too. I was like, and there we go. And there we go. I'm like, I forgot your name. I'm sorry. And I'm like, Bye. Bye. That's it. My mom yeah. was like, the best way to get over someone is to, is get, to get under, under someone, someone else. else. Yeah. Always like, that's always the advice. Like All everyone's advice is that. And I mean, sometimes it works for some people. Like sometimes yeah. that's their thing. But like mm-hmm. me, I'm just like, I'm way too emotional. I'm way too in my feelings. Same. And it's just like, I also, I'll start to feel bad for like using other people me too. like that too. Yeah. I'm just like, oh great. Now I feel like even more of an asshole. Yeah, I do too. I, I do too. And I, um, I feel cheap too. Yeah. It's never like sex I want to have exactly. really it's or more, like, it's actually a connection like that's what I'm missing I'm just missing that companionship or yeah. that like that element so like what I started to do when I was going through my thing I just started to put all of my time in new friendships because I was Fuck still yes. really new to the city I didn't really know anybody so yeah. that relationship that I was in was pretty much all I had here in New York oh shit yeah, yeah. so it was like a lot to like lose that and try to like move past that yeah so, but I just, like, I started finding all of these amazing, like, friendships and people in my life that helped, like, build me up. That's and amazing. Yeah, it was just, it felt so good to be around people who just wanted to be around me just to be around me. Hell yes. Yeah, yeah that's almost like you had to, like, move to New York all over again. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. It was tough. I get it, dude. I, after that last relationship, I changed everything in my life. Because mm. I think it, it, it was so bad and toxic and abusive mm. that I was just, like, I can't, I, the only way to... I had to break out of the relationship and break out of the Britney that, like, allowed that relationship to happen. So I, like, just moved, started doing yeah. comedy full-time. Like, every, I was just yeah. like, we need to... That's like a total new overhaul. Overhaul. I think it's important, too, to, like, find things you love and, like, be around people who love you. Because mm. a lot of times after those relationships, man, you got to correct yeah. what you thought love was. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, and you're so true. Then you're around, like, your family who, like, really loves you or, like, your friends or whoever. Yeah. Or an audience one night or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. And you're and like, oh, my God. This, this is love. This is it. Yeah. 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 It's like, this is healthy love. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this feels great and yeah. it's mutual and it's like not gonna like hit me, hurt me, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, like yeah. So you have to Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, oh, I like that. That's some deep shit. How long yeah. were you with your person for? Um, like about a year. It's a long time, dude. Yeah. We're really living together for most of it too. Yeah. Just yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, New York has that way of just, like, accelerating any kind of relationship. I feel like you yeah. just go from, like, oh, two weeks to two years in, like, the matter of, like, a month. Months. Just like, wait, wait a second, where did all this time go? Yeah. How about yourself? No, yeah, we were three years oh, wow. and lived together, too. Also, we're long distance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know. Yeah. It's, I, I think he was, I, I really think, I, felt, I I talk about this on other dating podcasts mm. too, but in the terms of like healing, mm. um, I don't think, I think I did that like hop from person to person. Um, I don't know if I ever really had heartbreak before, but I definitely had heart bruises and like never, never got to the bottom of my own shit or yeah. sat in why I wanted that so much or why it didn't work. 
And I think that fragility is what led me to date someone who just totally destroyed me mm. in the first place. So then coming out of that doozy of a relationship, I was just like, you can't get over this. How you got over shit when yeah. you were 21. It's like, you need a new strategy. You girlfriend. You need a new strategy. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, this is not something that you could just, like, hop on a dick and mm. ride out of town. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're going to need to seek some outside help. Help. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and I did, too. Like, I had to, like, I, I actually took days off. Off to go back home to like see like a family therapist every once but in a yeah. while just to like have somebody to talk to and someone to process these I went to, I did and therapy like, yeah. it is me it's definitely me it's gotta be me and I'm just like like no stop blaming yourself yeah like, just like stop at that like right now also yeah. in any relationship too it's I don't think it's ever one person I mean yeah. like in and I'm a domestic violence advocate, so I'll always say, like, no one ever deserves abuse. If you're, you know, watch for listeners and yeah. watchers, watchers, whatever. <laughs> viewers. There could be viewers. Yeah, who viewers? Yeah, yeah. I just watchers. Yeah. <laughs> Weight watchers? I don't know. Yeah. People who wear watches. You know, People who wear watches. watches. <laughs> watchers, you guys got it. Um, Like, that's never okay. But even, like, that aside, I knew, like, like, yeah. I don't even think, like, in a relationship, one person or another person fails. Yeah. It's like you've created a relationship. Mm. Like, you got to set, like, the relationship. Yeah. Out. So just figure out the things you painted in it and figure out the things he painted in it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, it's like with a parent, like, especially if two parents are present. It's like, well, you both made this and you yeah. both were responsible for it. So it's like a product of, yeah. I don't know. But it's like I just it's, no, it's no one person's fault or it, or for like anything going wrong. Yeah, it's like it just happened. Yeah, and it was like it was a necessary thing that needed to happen, and it's okay that it happened. It's just totally. being grateful for what happened. Yeah, grateful for the good things and like learn and move on and take away what you can from that. Yeah, yeah. that's all, and I think that's all you could do with like yeah anything. But it is like it's so. Uh, Heartbreak is like the when you can get over that. Yeah, it's you know it was like I, I feel like it made me physically ill too. Yeah. Like, like, oh, oh my god, I was yeah. in like the darkest place that I'd ever been me in too. Like, my entire life. I was just like I didn't know that I could feel this low. You know, That's was, how I was. It was really strange. I was just like I I had experienced depression before. I had been sad before, and like I had, had like dark thoughts and like suicidal thoughts and everything like that mm-hmm. before, but never to this level. Yeah. Never to this magnitude. Yeah. And it was like it was to the point where it's like I didn't even trust myself. You know, it's like I I remember taking Ubers home because I didn't trust myself to take the subway. Really? Yeah. It was it was bad. I was just like I was just like I'm not. I know I'm not in a good place, but. But this is this was after like I had like dealt with depression for like a little while, so like yeah. I knew that like okay I know I'm feeling like this, so let me try to put something in place so that I am not a danger to myself and others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very perceptive and mature yeah. of you. Yeah, I uh, I don't trust myself. Yeah. Is is something. Um, I talk about that a lot with like domestic violence mm-hmm. too. That like a lot of the times at the end of. So I had gotten this piece of advice from someone years ago in an airport, and I didn't even tell her about the abuse component in our relationship. I was just like, I don't really trust him, and, you know, we have our issues and this and that. And then she was just like, ultimately, like, everything in your life is how much trust you have in yourself. Mm. And I'm like, well, how does that apply here? And she's like, you can never control whether or not he cheats on you. But, like, you can't control how you're going to process those emotions or how you're going to heal or, like... You can do enough work on your self-love and self-worth so that should someone hurt you. Like, I don't think if I were to be, like, 
mistreated in a relationship now, I'd crumble the way I did with that. Just because the growth in between that relationship and this one has been so much. That, like, I'm a human. I might be hurt. I might feel things. But, like, I made sure that I've tried to build myself up enough that, like, I don't get, hopefully, that crushed by it again. Yeah. Um, But she was just like, if you can't figure out whether or not you need to stay or leave you don't trust you mm. and I was like that's kind of right like wow. I was like oh yeah like she's like you don't trust your own ability to make a judgment call on like wow. when is it the time to go but yeah when you're that depressed yeah. and like abused to like I I used to feel that way too I was like I don't trust myself yeah. I don't know I'm terrible right now. Yeah, like, like, I don't like, trust my judgment. I don't trust nothing. Like, like anything. It's just like I don't know what to believe is real in this like world of reality anymore. I, that's yeah. how I felt. Like I was like I, I couldn't focus on work. Mm-hmm. I was like I don't really know who I am. I'm not making rational decisions. Yeah. Like shit's a mess. Like yeah. I I have no focus. Like I was just like floating through. Yeah. It's like I don't even know what what I what brings me joy. It's no. Weird. It's like it's like you're so numb to things. It's just like I don't even remember what makes me happy yeah and that is a really like strange and dangerous thing it's a scary yeah yeah i remember because that's always what i thought i was like i always needed a distraction Mm. um and i knew it wasn't going to be like people in that instance but i was like okay so when i leave this relationship what can i jump to Mm. that like i can throw myself in and i don't think that's healthy either Mm. you know like i was just like well i don't have like a new job like because that's all i did my whole life like get your heart broken get a new job but you know lose a job opportunity get a boy like always just jumping from like so i'm like oh i just need to be busy with something like and i don't think that's how life works Mm -hmm. like at all so it's like uh i just remembered i was like well when i leave this relationship what will i yeah what will I do? Like what's, what's the thing? What's, what's the thing? Yeah. yeah. What's the thing that's going to be so all-encompassing? Mm. It's going to distract me so much from any pain and grief, yeah. and I'm going to be a-okay. And yeah. it's like, nothing! It's going to do that. that. Nothing's going to fill that hole. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's, like, maybe it's going to be yoga. Maybe I should just, like, go that's, somewhere and just, like, do that. I should and move, like, right? I got so mad. I got yeah. so angry when I was, like, practicing and training. I was just like, what the shit? I was, like, yeah. so... <laughs> so pissed off like, like, why isn't this like, working I, I wanted to beat him like every single YouTube per, like, person I had seen who was just like oh I went through this training and it totally changed my life and it was like made everything awesome Whoa. and it was just like and I like, had all these revelations and stuff and I was just like what healing yeah. is not Linear. Yeah, like, whatever people really are like, I like, swear by this one thing. And you'll thing. get worse again, and you will get better, and you'll get worse again. Yes. It's like, it's not a video game. It's not, uh, like, a, a thing that you're going to achieve. And then you're just like, oh, I'm just good now for forever. No, it's yeah. really something you're going to have to, like, work at every day. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes I, like, even, like, now, like, I, I woke up, like, I just had a birthday last week, and it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. I had so much joy. I had so much love. I had so many like friends and support around me. And then like, oh, was yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> and then the next day, my my dad left and my friends like went back to town. I woke up and I was just like, I'm so sad. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> that whole birthday joy like withdrawal. I was just like, what? what? Yeah. You get so and as human beings, you want every day to be like that. Yeah. And you're just like, I am. Awesome. And then when February 7th, the day after my birthday, I'm always like, everything's awful. It's a 
dark, dark world. Like, it's awful. Yeah, and it's like, well, how do you... I've always felt that, like, post-birthday depression, and I took it lightly. And then it was only, like, this year... Last year a little bit, too, but this year. that I tried to be, like... Like, read birthday messages slower. Uh, And, like do my birthday slower and really maybe do like nothing big for my birthday and really mm-hmm. just like like when people are sharing that love to me like really pay attention oh. and let myself receive it and be like remember how this feels this yeah. is so sweet and kind and you're not a piece of shit person oh. and you're good to your friends and like things like that oh, and like that. just try and figure out how to like bottle it yeah so that the next day when i still had that like birthday hangover yeah. i had many birthday hangovers <laughs> that birthday hangover too yeah. you know i was like no that oh like you have that day yeah. and that feeling forever and like it's not real you you can't be a child and expect people to tell you that all the time you just gotta trust that like yeah that love is there and you can yeah. access it oh, you know it's not i'm so bad like i even feel like when i take compliments i feel like you're probably so much yeah i don't i'm so i'm great this wall i'm just like Same. I don't have to see this. it's <laughs> so bad and i do it with like comedy too yeah. like, people are like great set funny bum, bum, bum. Yeah. i'm like thanks yeah thanks goodbye this is like whatever <laughs> and then i'm like no maybe like let yourself like hear that and receive it it's yeah like, yeah, I, I, forget, I forgot. My friend uh, made this really amazing post on Instagram. I wish I could remember all of it. Yeah. But uh, it was pretty much like he was like coming out of depression and it's like you just feel empty and you feel hollow. But like be grateful for that emptiness. Be grateful for that hollowness because it yeah. means that you're like so much more open to receive. Yeah. Oh, that's like, so true. Yeah, you clear exactly, up room. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's so much space that you have now to receive love. That's so true. And just allow yourself to receive all of that. Don't worry about what you need to give back to the world. Just let yourself receive it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And it's like, it, we do like lean into extreme things too. Yeah. Like it's only love if it's extreme. It's only good mm-hmm. if it's, you killed it. It's Such only, an extremist. So I'm an extremist. <laughs> yeah, like, unless yeah. I get off stage and it's like people are throwing their yeah. undergarments at me, I'm like, I bombed. Like, you know, like, all the time. Like, or like, it, love has got to be this like, oh my God, he's chasing me. Or yeah. it, whatever it is. Like, you know, and like, just learning that, like, the little moments are just as important as the bigger. Mm. I felt that, like, I I feel things are going, like, very well right now. Mm. Um, anything that is not where it ultimately... So sorry. I didn't know that. <laughs> like, definitely, like, this is so cool. Oh, gosh. Thank you. I didn't even realize this was unique to the podcast. <laughs> right? And then I just have blinders on. <laughs> That's it. Um... Fair note stands for class here. Like, can we just give this band a shout out? Like, what an animal. Yes, you know, just a little bit of inspiration from the, the late, great Robin Williams. Sparking that oh, madness. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Yeah, we were, my friends and I were just talking about him. Oh. Um, This one's for you, Robin. Yeah. But, like, for real. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Um, So, what? Where the little moments. Oh yeah, I feel contentment felt like depression for a very long time. Mm, yeah. That like I don't know why, but I was like, why do I constantly feel like I need like a a benchmark, a mm, thing for my brain yeah, like to thing play with? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Ooh. oh, I'm like I'm like like then I thought it was like dating. I'm like maybe I'm bored and I need like a guy to like lightly. Yeah 
fodder over or like, whatever, <laughs> you know, or like, oh, maybe I need to like get another job. Or, yeah, like, it's I need something to like external, external. It's like maybe I need to do this or maybe I need this in my life or something like that. For me, it was yeah. like always like something that I was looking for external. And then when yeah. I realized that I was like trying to always seek like external means for like making myself feel better, I was just yeah. like, wait a second, I need to like just sit and just like feel like what's happening inside. And it's okay. And I still don't do that sometimes. I know. Like I still like fall into like my like Netflix is my numbing thing yeah like, I will sit there and I will watch hours and hours of like videos and it's just it doesn't even have to be good television you no know? Yeah. no no I just got through you on Netflix yeah. and I'm like I don't know even know if I like it but I like <laughs> right. blew my through it and I was like all right like there's <laughs> that what do I do with my life yeah, there's like, always like that question you have to ask yourself it's like wait a second I just finished this series it's like what do I do now sometimes <laughs> I get that and that now what is never a good feeling oh, like, or man, I'm even like so, so why am I doing that or now what should I do yeah. or like I don't know what and it's like maybe just like be yeah. I don't know contentment yeah, like breathe I don't know like contentment like weird man yeah. and it's like it doesn't yeah it's yeah. like we've just been so crafted to like treat happiness as like yeah. happy happy joy yeah. joy yeah and it's like contentment can be like scary too I I know like whenever I like, I always like, tell myself like I don't like I'm so afraid of being content yeah because like then I know that I'm gonna get into this pattern and I won't move from there and it's like this yeah. other weird kind of feeling of stagnation yeah you know? yeah it is yeah. I always think that too like I'm like oh I'm content like I can't lose like there was like one time where I went like a couple days without going to open mics because I was like definitely doing other things. Mm-hmm. Could have and probably should have done like open mics. Yeah. And I like That's beat so myself up so <laughs> I was like, you're getting lazy. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it's like four days yeah, that I didn't I go to online. <laughs> like, sure, maybe go to one. Yeah. Like, you know, but like, and I was like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like being like, everything's okay. And I can let it be okay. Mm-hmm. And things are good. Yeah. And and they can be good. And more good's gonna come. And more bad's gonna come. Yeah. And just cut it's like a fucking Dr. Seuss book. I know, like, right? Things are good, then things are bad. <laughs> things are happy, things are sad. Like and you're just like Oh my this god. This fucking guy's good. Oh my god, like, like, I went into like a whole Dr. Seuss tirade when like when I was like coming yeah. out of this one bout of depression. Mm-hmm. And like I started reading all of his other books and stuff like that. And his like like his biography was like absolutely amazing. And then there was this one story about this man who like meditated like every single day yeah. for like forty five minutes a day and was just like, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, that's I'm it. That's my thing. That's my that's thing. Yeah. It was so amazing. It was just like I just had like I felt so much better. Like I had this clarity. I did it for like maybe five days and I was just like, Great. Oh. <laughs> Great. You don't almost have to stick with everything yeah, forever. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah find I'm, that motivation. Find whatever that is and just like go for it yeah you know? i i love babies too yeah. that's like a weird tangent to go on but i do like whenever yeah. i'm around my baby cousins crying babies really like in public like whenever i hear a baby crying i'm just like you yes you cry for both of us that's a yeah. yeah. <laughs> baby like, cry through you <laughs> i thought a little baby cousin was like losing her shit in public and I was the only one in my family that was like I get it like the state of the world is kind of like that 
that right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm like, she's just like. Yeah, she's just channeling, like, what's going, going on. Going on. Yeah. And I'm like, keep her that expression. Exactly. Just let her go. But she's an artist. Yeah. Um, but they like, I love babies because they just teach me to be so, like, present. Mm. And, and they're just, they react immediately to oh, things. Yeah. And it's just simple joy like yeah. babies bring me so much joy oh, like gosh. they just receive things as they as they come like when they don't feel well they just express it when they like oh, something they just express it. it so I always feel very zen when I'm around like my little baby cousins like I'm just like look she's just like she doesn't have an agenda today <laughs> she just loves this bag of cheeses and like that's it that's it yeah Oh, oh man, it's so beautiful. I remember I was working with uh, these kids this past summer. Yeah. And it was just like you got to see the whole entire human experience yeah. in like five minutes. Yeah. It's like they they went from happy and joyful <laughs> to like feeling hurt and like lonely and yeah. like dejected to like, you know, feeling forgiven. Yeah. And like you know, just totally moving past like all that oh, all right there. It around. was just it was amazing. And it was just like that yeah. was Superpower. Yeah, and that like you'll never in your life. Uh, it, that's why like old people and babies. Mm. You are never in your life going to be that uninhibited than in mm. those moments where yeah. you're just like, yes, like I shit my pants and, <laughs> I, and I'm two and I shit my pants and I'm seventy yeah. and like it is what it is yeah. and like just that's sitting it. Sitting in my shit right now. That's that sitting in my shit. <laughs> this is just what happens sometimes, and I feel like screaming yeah. and like, that, and they just genuinely don't give a fuck with anyone yeah. things, and then it's like the rest of us in between that they're looking up and down at like, are you fucking yeah. marks like? None of this is gonna matter. You started yeah. your life shit in your pants. You're ending this shit in your pants. Like that's it. Oh, you might as well shit your pants at 28 yeah, too. Exactly. Just I did. I probably. I definitely did. Yeah, I was like talking to a friend the other day. He's like, I shit my pants. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding? He's like, no. I was like, did you change? He's like, yeah. I stopped home, but I was like, you're wildly calm for having just shit in your pants. As a grown man in public. Uh, he was like, listen, man, I think I'm sick. I don't know. And I was uh, like, okay. Oh, man. Is that a euphemism for, like, you had a phone call? Like, a turn? He's like, no, like, I literally, uh, he's a weird guy. Oh, man. He's nice. He's he weird. sounds amazing. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a pleasure me. having you. Yeah, I still can't get over this baby. <laughs> yeah. Yay, we did it. Yay. <laughs>